This is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, the one guy that, one smart guy and uh, uh, could, could possibly know. Uh, uh, is uh, former ambassador, former U.N. ambassador John Bolton. And uh, Mr. Ambassador, uh, thank you for joining us. You know, at first, I don't know if you saw the new news that just crossed a little bit ago. Uh, the death toll has now risen uh, to about 1,400 in Israel, and it now includes 11 Americans. Um, it's going to be many more. It's going to be many more. Be many more. These are just the official yeah. numbers, John, that are just coming out. Uh, Since Ambassador, when have you be- believed the White House lately? Uh, never, never, but that's true. Uh, Ambassador Bolton, this is horrific. Well, it's a barbaric uh, attack by a barbaric organization and uh, despicable in every sense of the word. Uh, I think the most important thing we can do now as Americans is show uh, unwavering support for Israel and do it not just politically, but concretely. I think it was right to send the aircraft carrier Gerald Ford and a task force toward the eastern Mediterranean. I think there's a lot more we can do to help Israel militarily in intelligence terms. I think uh, we ought to send Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin immediately to see what uh, can be done. Uh, we've got to get our intelligence services back up to speed. The Israelis miss this. We miss this. Uh, and just to go to the point you were discussing a few seconds ago, uh, if we miss this attack, who knows what else we're missing? Yes. John, this is Pete King. I was talking to somebody who was involved in setting up that security system, who was involved with it. And that person can't understand how the entire system would have broken down, how usually if you go five or ten feet along the Gaza Strip, somewhere it's picked up. You're talking about the Iron Dome. The, well, that, the, no, that, you know, I'm talking about on the, the ground. Whole, oh, you're talking on about the ground, there's a lot of security, right, yeah. Peter? Oh, Tremendous time. security. You're driving on more than I do, but I'm just saying that such heavy security, it's all so much of a cyber. Anyway, it's so sophisticated. No, it's stunning. No, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And to me, this, uh, this uh, points only in one direction. Obviously... Hamas was responsible for carrying this out. But I think we need to understand this as an Iranian attack on Israel, using Hamas as their surrogates. And the next big question is, will they do do the same with Hezbollah out of Lebanon? It appears the Israelis are trying to take some steps to prevent that from happening. But we don't know. This is uh, this is part of what Qasem Soleimani, the now deceased head of the Iranian Quds Force called the Ring of Fire around Israel that he wanted to create. And it looks to me like it's being implemented. The, the White House uh, lacks a spine on this issue. They're afraid to call Iran out because they're worried about getting back into their precious 2015 nuclear deal. They've, they've made fools of themselves by appeasing Iran on the hostage uh, purchase that just happened a few weeks ago, $6 billion dollars for five American hostages. Uh, John, there's rumors around, rumors that uh, some of the uh, 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 weapons that we left in Afghanistan were used and some of the $6 billion were used. You tell us. I mean, I don't want to do on rumors. Well, I don't think we know. Look, the $6 billion is probably still in a Qatari bank account, but so what? We've increased by making that, uh, really, it's a human trafficking payment. Uh, we've increased the net assets of the Iranian state by $6 billion. Money's fungible. They just move money from somewhere else. You know, Ambassador, why don't we, Why you know, Kevin McCarthy just came out a little bit ago. He was on fire because, you know, he's very close to the Israelis and understands the situation, the former speaker. And he said, we should stop right now. 
uh, block that money from ever going to Iran in any shape or form. Obviously, the priority is also if there are American hostages there. Uh, but shouldn't we be taking some strong actions against oil, Iranian oil, uh, no assets to them? I mean, we got to get tough. Well, a couple things. Number one, the Biden administration has substantially weakened enforcement of the existing sanctions against Iranian oil exports. And news reports indicate they're up to where they were just before uh, uh, the Trump administration withdrew from the Iran nuclear deal and reimposed the sanctions. That's unacceptable. Uh, we have evidence of an Iranian influence operation penetrating the State Department mm-hmm. and the Defense Department. The chief uh, U.S. negotiator with Iran on the nuclear deal had his security clearance suspended. Uh, the, the people that he hired or tried to hire uh, are are really following the Iranian propaganda line. The, the administ- and the administration has just stonewalled Congress on exactly what's happening there. So you're you're right across the board. We have softened on Iran because of this administration's uh, obsession with getting back into the failed 2015 nuclear deal. Mr. Ambassador, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, sir. I'll tell you what troubles me. You have these voices from the Western civilization saying Israel has a right to defend itself. And so they're saying the right words at this time. But how about a week from now and two weeks from now when there's escalation in the Gaza Strip and innocent civilians are used as ploys by by Hamas, start getting injured and killed? Then they're going to be saying, well, you're not acting proportionally. There's not a proportional response. And Israel has to step back. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think we ought to just make it clear now Biden should give a speech saying we reject this whole idea of a proportionate response. Look, a country has a right to live in peace and security. And when they're attacked by terrorists, they are entitled not merely to defend themselves, not merely to retaliate on a one on one basis for the attack. They're entitled to remove the threat. They don't have to live under continuous threats. Self-defense means they can eliminate that threat. I hope that's what Bibi Netanyahu has started to do here. I just hope that our president doesn't tell him to back off, that the administration, that's where I worry, uh, because already— That's what they always do. Well, well, and the first thing that came out, let's not forget, guys, uh, literally minutes after it came out that this attack was happening, there was a statement from—it was the the U.S. Embassy there, right? The Palestinian office. The Palestinian office of the U.S. Embassy, and it essentially said both sides need to basically stand down. Are you kidding me? Like, as if they were on equal territory. That spoke volumes— ambassador. It did. And even worse, uh, Secretary of State Blinken had a conversation with his Turkish counterpart and put out a tweet that said he he had uh, agreed that Turkey should try and find uh, a ceasefire between Hamas and Israel. Now, they took that tweet down, too. But but that's an ceasefire. Are you kidding me? The terrorists are still loose inside Israel. Yeah, that's like uh, saying you get attacked by 9-11. OK, America should cease fire. John, let me see mean, the countries in the I'm sorry, where do you see the countries in the region going? Jordan, Egypt, Qatar, Saudis? Well, the, uh, the, the, uh, the only country that's really issued a strong statement in support of Israel is the United Arab Emirates. Uh, I really think that's another thing the Biden administration should be doing. To, to the countries that have extended diplomatic recognition to Israel, to Saudi Arabia, which we hope is going to do it, to Egypt, Jordan, which are really kept going by us. But I, I think the administration is just unable to grasp the centrality of Iran uh, to this to this terrible attack that's taken place. I mean, my view has been clear for a long time. There will never be 
peace and security in the Middle East while the Ayatollahs still rule in Tehran. Uh, we're just past the one-year anniversary of the killing of Masi Amini for the terrible crime of violating the Ayatollah's dress codes, uh, which sparked protests all over the country. The Ayatollahs are in deep trouble inside their country. I think one reason for this attack is to distract their people's attention. It's a classic authoritarian maneuver uh, to, to point people at foreigners when you've got domestic trouble. I don't see any leadership coming from the administration. This is a chance, I think, for other me- for members of Congress, Republican and Democrats, to stand up and say, we will back Israel. We will not accept this. Anybody who assisted Hamas in this attack, and meaning specifically Iran, is going to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, uh, John Bolton. Uh, how long before we find out what really happened? Well, it's, uh, it, it, it's a matter of really grave concern. It should be, uh, again, for the reason you indicated about concern for New York. When we miss an attack this big, which had thousands of people involved in setting it up, coordinating it, carrying out, and we had no evidence or if whatever evidence we had, our analysts missed, this is an intelligence failure on our part, on the part of the Israeli intelligence agencies. Uh, and and that, that should require everybody working 24-7 until we find out what happened and also review everything else we've got to make sure uh, that we either know what else is coming or at least we can be prepared for it. Ambassador John Bolton, thank you for filling in all the American people, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you, John. Thanks a lot, John. Thank you. Thank you.